Okay, let's get started. Yesterday's daf was daf Yudale. Today's Tezvav number fifteen. We're doing a review of yesterday's daf. We started at the new parak yesterday, talking about haircuts. And uh, there's a group of people who, uh, because they were undergoing some extenuating circumstances before the holiday, they are permitted to take uh, haircuts on the Chol HaMoed. They are those coming from overseas, those uh, that got out of captivity, those that got out of jail, those that uh, were in Cherem, and the rabbis finally permitted them, you know, removed the Cherem from them. Those who... those. Um, um, who had a vow against you know getting haircuts and then it was finally lifted. Um, a nazir of the Torah that uh, a nazir uh, who basically finished his nazirs obviously he couldn't get a haircut beforehand. Um, a mitzora also um, if he was uh, came from his tumma to his tahira, and that's the list of exceptions who are allowed to get a haircut. Similarly, there's a, uh, a list of people who are allowed to do laundry on Cholamoid. Somebody coming from overseas, somebody who got out of uh, captivity, somebody got out of jail, somebody whose uh, nidoy was lifted from him, um, and also who uh, removed the vow by asking the Chacham to remove it. And um, then um, hand towels, um, the barber's towels, the bath towels, various things, um, the clothes of the Zav and Zavos, Nidos and Yodos, anybody who's coming from Tumba to Taira, so basically all their clothes might be Tame, then there's an allowance to do the laundry. Everybody else would be forbidden, okay? Now, obviously, I don't know, just in case you're curious, La Lacha, we do consider undergarments you know, in the same category as uh, um, hand towels, Whatever, um, so like uh, something like that. Okay. Why are these things usher for everybody else? That's the question the Gemara wanted to know. So very similar to the halacha that we find by Anshe Mishmar and Anshe Maimid that uh, they're not allowed to get a haircut during the time when they're on duty. Only maybe on Thursday. Only on Thursday, Lekavat Shabbos. But why is that? Um, the answer is, is because you don't want them coming to their position when they're um, not, uh, not, not, not looking their finest. So you want them to be encouraged to take their haircuts before they start their tour of duty. And that's the print, and that's the idea over here as well, that you don't want coming into the umptive looking uh, messy. So therefore, they should get their haircuts before. And the way to force that is to not let them get a haircut during. So, Rabzera uh, asked the question, what if there was some extenuating circumstances on the day before the holiday? Does that, does that give a, a, an allowance or not? Because after all, it was extenuating circumstance. Um, or do we say that since it's not obvious to all, maybe we can't? And Abayi said, similar, just like we've seen by uh, uh, the, this idea, they used to want to make matzah with a design on the matzah, and they don't let you do it because it takes extra time. So people would say, it's like, you know, uh, oh, and Baitus had a, had a stamp that had a design already. And we, they said, we can make an exception for you because everyone else is prohibited and you're going to be permitted, even though the reason why it's prohibited wouldn't apply to, 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 to his system. 
Nevertheless, we made a rule across the board. So the same thing over here, the rule has to be across the board, even though for this particular person, he did have a good, a decent excuse. It doesn't, we don't change the law because it's not that obvious at all. Now, if there was a... Um, you couldn't make machine matzos with a design, right? No, no, you can't. Huh? Even machine matzos not? I don't think they allow it. Because that's how they, it's... It's the same pressing for the, for for the square. No, say, for the square matzos. It's the same, no matter what. How do you do anything they cut? <laughs> the, of course, everything's with the machine. So, no, I'm saying, but they, no, they but you're saying because it's oh, you're saying because it's cutting. obvious that it's a machine, so yeah. everything maybe you're right. I don't know. I thought they just made across the board rule. I mean, that's how they cut it to squares. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they obviously the machine obviously. cuts it right. All right. Um, whatever. We'll see. We'll get a shvach extra. Okay. <laughs> okay. That always works. <laughs> um, anyway, so the question is, um, why is it uh, um, that uh, you know, like we so we know that if that's true, this idea that we can't make an exception. So when somebody who only has one shirt, we said that he is allowed to do his laundry on Cholamoid. Why don't we say? But how can we make an exception? So the Gemara says, actually, when somebody has only one shirt, people know. Okay. <laughs> Because when he wears it, when he when he's doing his laundry, people see him in his undergarments. You know, like he's not wearing a shirt. So he's wearing his big belt. His big belt, <laughs> right? He's wearing his big belt. Um, so uh, that's the way he was back then. Yeah. Those were like one shirt, shirt on and one shirt or two one shirt shirts. On the... <laughs> well, Rav Shach was famous that he only when he was in yeshiva as a boy he, he had one shirt. Yeah, he was famous. Winter was tough. For him to wash the shirt and sit in the base mattress. It's freezing, right? They would kick exactly. me out of medical, medical school because I couldn't afford a white pants. So mine was kind of like. Uh, uh, it was expensive. Off, off white, and you had to hide. My off white was cheaper? I'm not sure. That it was. Yeah, yeah, it, it, was, was, it was expensive. expensive. The white, white expensive was expensive. You get bloody. You had more than no. you had more than one clothes. You were more than one garment. You were considered a really wealthy guy. <laughs> okay, right there. Right Anyway, that's version A. There's a version B of the question that Rabzera was asking: Is that if a person, a professional, lost, you know, lost? What if the uman, meaning the the barber, lost something? So this is something that's now quite well known because. Everyone is going to the barber on Erev Pesach. So they know he obviously couldn't get a haircut. He was busy trying to find the scissors to be able to give people haircuts. So does that change the halacha or not? For him, we make exception or not? And we remained with a question that we did not come out with an answer. We said, coming from Medina Siyam, we said that is one of the excuses that we let you get a haircut on Cholomoy. The question is, our mission is not really following the opinion of Rabbi Yudha, because Rabbi Yudha says in the Braissa that somebody comes from Medina Siyam, you're not allowed to um, give a haircut because uh, um, he went out without permission. Who asked him to go traveling? Okay, so Rava says um, he qualifies the machlokas. He says no, no, no. That if it's traveling for pleasure, even the chacham will agree that's not a good excuse. If he's traveling for basic sustenance, everybody would agree. I mean that that's that is a good excuse. Even Rabbi has no problem with that. It's only when he's going to make more money. He has enough money, and he's going out to make extra money. Is that considered a need or a want? How do you? That's the question. Um, 
So, uh, Rebbe says that, uh, so the question asks the question and says that, wait a second, Rebbe said that, you know, Rebbe Uda makes sense if he's going with permission, without permission. Chacham makes sense if he goes with permission. What does it mean not permission and with permission? So if, I mean, it doesn't sound like it's saying not permission means that it's for fun. Um, with permission means that it's, uh, uh, that it's, uh, uh, with permission means that it's 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 for mizonos. That's something nobody argues on. So obviously, um, what it means is is that uh, it's going for harvacha, and he's saying that Rebbe makes sense laharvacha, and Rebbe says Rebuda's opinion makes sense if it's laharvacha. Problem is that he says the chacham makes sense when it's brishus. Well, what's the definition of brishus? Brishus means um, mizonos. Didn't we say everybody agrees that's mutter? And it must be that uh, that it means harvacha. Harvacha, we already said, like, that Rebbe Yudah makes sense. So it's contradictory. If it really is talking only in that middle case, so then how's Rebbe's compromised position even make sense? So the Gemara explains that uh, that's exactly what, what we're saying is what Rebbe Yudah was really saying. He wasn't saying what makes sense to me. He's saying that, that nirin divrei Rebbe Yudah to the Chachamim, in a case where it was Shalom Rishos, and near and Divrei Chachamim, the Rebuda, when he went to Rishos, meaning they each agreed to the other one in the other extreme. So therefore, um, and the whole Machlokis is only in the case where it's for extra income, it's for income, you're going for the purpose of income, but you already have enough, and now it's a question of more. Um, is, that quali- is that more similar to um, pleasure trip, or is it more similar to... Um, uh, to to, to a basic sustenance trip. That's the question. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. One second. Okay. All right. Um, so the next thing is um, um, Shmuel said, uh, he says that if you have a child that's born on the holiday, on Cholomoyed, so then he is allowed, if he has long hair, covers his eyes, it's, it's annoying, so you can cut the hair on Cholomoyed. Um, the question is, um, because what do you think? I mean, after all, we know that somebody gets out of jail, he's able to get a haircut. Well, there's nothing nine like, months, well, it's nine months in jail, okay? He had a, a long-term jail over there, okay, uh, inside the womb. So the Gemara says, wait a second, what if he was born earlier? You're telling me that it was prohibited, <laughs> but uh, it, but didn't you we learn? Meaning, it was born. It was born erev yontif, or right, whatever. So you're going to say that's that that he was born erev okay. yontif. He's saying that then you're not allowed to get a haircut. But we have a rule. Rabbinicha says that any time it's mutter to get a haircut on cholmoy, that's mutter to get a haircut with the same reasons when you're in avelus. Sounds like the other way around. That if it's aser uh, to get a haircut on cholmoy, then it would be aser be avelus. So you, that would mean that the baby that's born before, who doesn't have a head to get a haircut on cholmoy, would be uh, aser to get a haircut during avelus, and that's not true. We know that avelus for a katan. Is not, there is no Avelis except for the fact that they tear the garment for the cotton just to give Agmas Nefesh, to give suffering that people should be, feel the pain of that this person is dead. Okay? And that's part of Kavad Hamas to actually cry at a Leviathan for that purpose. So, anyway, the Gemara says, um, Ravashi answers that's not a raya at all. It just it didn't say that it, that the, the inverse. It just said that this is true. The equation is that that if you are allowed to get a haircut for 
um, for for uh, for Cholamayin, for these reasons, then you would be allowed also for Avelis. It didn't say the other way around. That's it. Maybe the other way around. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It's not a definite. Okay. Anyway, so the Gemara had a different version of the question from Rav uh, uh, either a Memor of Shisha, Rav Shisha Breder of Edi, which was that Shmuel said like this: that a katan is allowed to get a haircut on Cholamayin regardless when he was born. Okay, neither before or after. So, so in this version, Rav Pinchas says that maybe it's a riot from our mission because we know that the Allah is, is that anybody who is allowed to get a haircut in the Cholamayin is allowed to get a haircut in the Meavelos. Sounds like if it's Aser, it's Aser. And if you're telling me that for a katan it's Aser, then it would mean that the katan has Avelos. And we know that a katan doesn't have Avelos. doesn't have Avelos. And on this version, we have the same answer of Ravashi that doesn't say that if it's Aser, then the other one's Aser. It just says if it's, if it's Mutter, then this is Mutter. Maybe it's, sometimes it's Aser, sometimes it's Mutter. Not a proof. Anyway, bottom line is it doesn't prove anything. Now, that brings us to the new Din. How do you know an Avel is not have his Avelis? This is a Halacha. There is no Avelis for an Avel in the holiday. And it's based on the Pazak says, it's a positive mitzvah to rejoice in the holiday. And if Avelis was there first, so the positive mitzvah of the Rabbim overrides the positive mitzvah of Yachid. And if it's Avelis that happens now, then the positive mitzvah of Yachid is not enough to override a positive mitzvah of a Rabbim. Now, the question then was, what about a person who is a Menudah? Menudah is, by the way, not actually put in Mecherim. It's the first month where he, would, he refused to comply to the ruling of the Bezin, and they give him a chance, but he's, during this time he's like excommunicated, and it's the minor level. <coughs> After the month, then they upgrade it to a, a proper cherub, which is even a higher level of, of severity. What's the difference between the two? Get there. Okay. Um, just, uh, just, we'll get there a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Okay. See, it's another level. So that's the question, is there nidoy during the holiday? So Rav Yosef says, I'll prove it to you, it says that uh, we can judge and on during Cholomoyed. Now, if he won't listen, then obviously we're going to have to put him in Cherem. Okay, put him in, I mean, or put him in a nidoy. And if you're, you're going to say that there's no nidoy in the holiday, so then obviously if we would remove a previous nidoy, you can't make a new nidoy. So the Gemara says, that doesn't prove anything. Maybe they were just looking into the case. And they're not coming out with a ruling. And uh, otherwise, because it says that we can judge the inner fashos, obviously they can't judge the inner fashos. It's going to take away their simchuzel. Because when they judge the inner fashos, they're going to have to, um, uh, they can't eat the entire day. So the Gemara says, because the Pazuk says, so the Gemara says, yeah, so not, not really a proof. It could be that, so maybe it's, they're just looking into it. Murray says that's a problem also. Why? Because if they're just looking into it, so then that's, uh, that's, that's delaying the judgment. That's not allowed either. Um, so the Gemara says, rather, what's going on is this. They, they come in the morning, they look into it, they come to a conclusion. Afterwards, they go, they eat, they drink, but they don't say, they didn't issue their ruling, so therefore they didn't say that he's getting a death penalty. Till right at the end of the day, then they issue the ruling that it's getting a death penalty, and then they finalize the rule, the psak, and then they carry out the death penalty immediately. The point being, it saves them from having to fast. Um, so, I didn't mention this yesterday, but uh, Rabbi Simani asked the question, 
how can it be that they're eating and drinking and then issuing a ruling? Normally, when you say drinking, you say drinking means wine. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then you're not allowed to judge when you're, when you're, when you're inebriated. So, there's three answers brought down. One is there, that shas over here means drinking water, water specifically. Yeah. It doesn't mean wine. Other answer is, is that maybe they did have wine, but they didn't have it all day. They just had wine, and then they were able to let the wine's effects dissipate. They took a nap or whatever it is. They went for a walk, which will reduce them, the effects of the wine, and then they can issue the ruling. Or additionally, um, is that since they actually deliberated already before, and they're not actually coming to a conclusion, they just, this, they, all they have to do is issue the ruling. It doesn't, uh, the halacha doesn't apply for a psaq that they, that they're gonna, that they can't issue a psaq. Three possible possibilities. Okay. So, um, Abaye uh, says, I'll prove to you from this. We, we, what, again, the question is, what is the nidoi on cholamoyed? Is it removed or not? So you brought it right. It says in Menuda that the Chacham more matir. Doesn't that sound like basically that um, the Nidoi is mutter? Okay, so the Gemara said, no, 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 that's actually not what Nidoi means. If it meant that, it would say, Shetiru'u Chacham. The Chacham permit Nidois to be allowed. Um, so Shetiru'u lo Chacham means that we're talking about a specific scenario where he himself was a Nidoi for not complying. Then he changed his tune and he decided to comply. And then the rabbi said, okay, then we're lifting our ban on you. And then that's what we're talking about over here. It was a private case. Okay, next question was, what about a Mitzorah? Is he have his Sarast on the holiday? Do we, do we make him you know, stay away from everybody? All the rules of Tsaras, does it apply on the holiday or not? By Broderai, it says, Vanazim Mitzorah, when they removed the ta the tumma to tahara sounds like when he's still in yemei tumma maybe he, he still has his, all of the requirements. So Gemara says no, maybe it's all the more so. Not only yemei tumma that we don't apply it, but even when he's going to his tahara, where now he needs to bring a carbon, and there's maybe a fear that he's going to bring his carbon on yamtiv. Maybe it's worse. Anyway, bottom line is it wasn't a proof. Then Rava brought a proof. It says that Teruah is telling you that a kohen gadol. Is uh, has a, can have a concept of tzaras for a kohen gadol. It exists, and um, now every kohen gadol all year long is basically like a holiday for us. Because when you think about it, a holiday for us, um, uh, we said that there's no avelis for us, right? Um, on, on a kohen gadol, there's no avelis for a kohen gadol every day because the avelis is lifted. He's allowed to bring korbanos, as we know. Kohen gadol can even be makrovis and oni. So uh, he just doesn't eat. So what do you see? That the saras, if, 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 if that since every day is a holiday for Kohen uh, Gadol, and yet he can have saras, so too everybody else, even during the holiday, is no hig, is minag of saras. And that is where we left off yesterday. And-